This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Eliza Harvey. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Tuesday the 15th of March. In your Squiz today, Russia asks China for help. New legal action over the downing of MH17. Julian Assange denied his extradition appeal. And Hollywood remembers William Hurt. This is your Squiz today. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has entered its third week and there's growing evidence that not all is going to plan for President Vladimir Putin. Reports emerged yesterday that Russia has sought military equipment and economic relief from its ally, China. And Claire, Chinese officials said that they weren't aware of any such request, but the US didn't hold back about the consequences that would occur if another country threw Russia a lifeline. Yeah, China's also called that speculation malicious malicious disinformation, uh, and Russia has also said that it has the resources to meet its goal in Ukraine. Uh, But the United States has really doubled down on what it says is credible intelligence. White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan has met with China's former Foreign Minister Yang Xixi in Rome overnight. Uh, He said that he made it very clear to him to pass back to the authorities in China that if it did happen, Uh, there would be serious consequences for China, including that it would be fairly isolated from the world. Uh, There could be other repercussions, including sanctions as well. Uh, What reports also say is that this could be a real tipping point if it did go ahead in terms of where we go with global politics. That's because it would really cement China and Russia as a bloc and really the West and the rest of the world in opposition to them. Yes, and several countries, including including Australia, have constantly urged China to do more to stop Russia's invasion in Ukraine. And overnight, Claire, Russian and Ukrainian representatives have held more talks in a bid to end the fighting. Yet what Ukraine's negotiators say is that they're focused on establishing a ceasefire. They also want the withdrawal of Russian troops and security guarantees for Ukraine. So just a couple of things that they've really got on their shopping list. Uh, Those discussions are set to resume in the coming 24 hours hours they've just taken a pause. Uh, meanwhile, Russian forces are edging closer uh, to the capital, Kiev, and also there have been some developments in that southern port city of Mariupol. There have been desperate scenes in that city. Residents have been unable to escape even through agreed humanitarian routes, with Russia targeting those routes. Uh, there have been reports that residents there have been without food and heating and clean water for many, many days now. Uh, Overnight, though, the first residents have managed to escape. There was a convoy of 160 cars taking residents out. And officials estimate that 2,500 civilians have died in that city since the fighting began. Staying in this part of the world for our next story, because when the fighting had just started back in 2014 in Ukraine, Malaysia Airlines flight MH17 was shot down by Russian-backed fighters, killing all on board, including 38 Aussies. And now Australia and the Netherlands have begun new legal proceedings against Russia. Take us through it, Claire. Yeah, there's already legal proceedings that uh, the Dutch government has taken against four individuals uh, over 
over that downing of MH17, but this is a new action that our governments have joined together to take. Uh, They're going to a United Nations agency known as the International Civil Aviation Organization. And what our governments want from Russia are two things, uh, a declaration that Russia broke civil aviation laws and also an order for Russia to re-enter negotiations on reparations. As you say, 298 people died in that tragedy and it certainly is unfinished business as far as our governments are concerned. That's right. The Prime Minister Scott Morrison said the legal action was a major step forward. He said the Russian Federation's refusal to take responsibility for its role in downing flight MH17 is unacceptable. We've been covering the story of Aussie WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange, who's been fighting attempts by American authorities to extradite him from the UK to stand trial on espionage charges. And in some breaking news this morning, Claire, he's been denied permission to formally appeal against the extradition through the British courts. Oh, the long and winding road that is Julian Assange's appeals on this extradition uh, order. What legal experts say this morning is that it's a major blow to his hopes to avoid extradition, but it's certainly not the end of the matter. Uh, His case now goes back to the original decision-making judge who said that he could be extradited to the United States. Uh, That's going to be reviewed there. And then it goes to the Home Secretary, uh, the Minister of Government, to make a final decision. And even then, if extradition is on the cards, it could be grounds to mount a new challenge. So certainly it doesn't seem like he's leaving the UK anytime soon. That's right. So many more steps and possibly years of legal wrangling to come. And in the meantime, he's planning to marry his fiancée, Stella Morris, who's also the mother of his two children, in a ceremony at Belmarsh Prison next week. One of the giants of Hollywood in the 1980s, William Hurt, died yesterday at the age of 71. He previously said that he had prostate cancer. Hurt was tall, handsome and talented, which saw him cast in the big screen hits of his generation, Claire. Yeah, the big chill, it doesn't really get much bigger than that movie when it comes to that period of time. Uh, Also broadcast news, two very big movies, and he won an Oscar uh, for Kiss of the Spider Woman and won that he was really acclaimed for. He also had a very famous partnership with Marley Matlin. Uh, She's the deaf actress and they filmed together Children of Lesser God. She won an Oscar for that performance. It was something that they fell out over and she's talked about that as being a fairly dark time in her career. His career wasn't just confined to the 80s. He also made it into the Marvel Universe and was really uh, a part of that whole generation for a new audience. Yes, and speaking of all things Hollywood, we're coming into awards season. Sarah Snook picked up a gong at the Critics' Choice Awards in LA. Over in the UK at the BAFTAs, New Zealand director Jane Campion picked up two awards for The Power of the Dog. If you're like me and you love a red carpet, I'll pop a couple of links in your episode notes so you can have a squeeze. One of the big issues we've been discussing this year has been the treatment of women in our centres of power. And in response, the Department of Prime Minister and Cabinet has set up a women's network to promote gender equality. It's an important step, Claire. The only problem is that the network's new logo seems to be getting all the attention. Got a fair bit of attention. It's probably fair to say that it went a bit viral. Uh, There's two issues with it. Uh, The W looks awfully like a pair of boobs. And then there's sort of a 
kind of image off to the side of it, which some people say looks a little bit like man bits. So, yeah, <laughs> whoever has designed that has really outdone themselves. I got quite a giggle out of this one yesterday, Claire. Many people did find it very offensive. One of those times you'd be forgiven for thinking you were watching an episode of the satire Utopia about the inner workings and uh, <laughs> things going wrong, perhaps in government departments. If you haven't seen it, it's really worth a watch. Squeeze the day, Claire. What's going on today that we should keep an eye on? Today is World Consumer Rights Day. Uh, we're pretty good these days at staying across the Australian consumer law and understanding our rights when it comes to what you buy and what you're able to return and the condition that your goods should be in. Uh, so, yeah, a call out to anyone who's interested in those things. Yeah, that's a good one. I'll be watching the US Federal Reserve meeting today. They're expected to raise interest rates as inflation soars over there so definitely one we'll be keeping an eye on all right that's all from us this morning larissa and i will be back tomorrow this week our podcast is brought to you by aware super superannuation can sometimes feel like just another overwhelming life admin chore but as a member of Aware Super, you'll have access to lots of free online tools to help you, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you might need for retirement and comes with an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. Read the PDFs and TMD at aware.com.au.